Have you pushed yourself to the limit? Are you sure? The only limits are the ones that you create. We're Callie Ray and Kendall, your hosts for the Limitless Podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear some of what you want, some of what you don't want, but definitely what you need to hear. If you think there's a limit to what you can or cannot do, think again. We're here to show you that there's no limit to your income, your happiness, or your success. It's all limitless. All right, everybody. I am so excited for tonight. We switched it up on the times a little bit. Wednesday night is going to be our new jam, and I'm not mad about that. I feel like it'll be our midday hump day to push us through the rest of the week, right? And it just so happened to fall on the first of the month. So it's going to be the perfect night to start off our month to really get us focused and figure out where we want to go, what we want to do, and how we're going to get there. Because tonight's topic is so important. Whether you are just starting out in this industry, shoot, whether you're not even in network marketing or whether you've been here for a long time, it's easy to get comfortable. And tonight we're going to talk about stop being so comfortable. We're going to quit it. We're going to knock it off. We're going to get a mirror and tell ourselves, you need to knock it off right now. We are going to stop being comfortable. And we're going to go through, we're going to talk about life, business, and finances. But before that, we have to start off, of course, with our affirmation. Affirmation time. Okay, y'all. So this one, I know you guys have heard it before, but if you don't say it to yourself all the freaking time, you're doing it wrong. So affirmation, if I want something I've never had, then I've got to do something I've never done. All right, we'll say it again. If I want something I've never had, then I've got to do something I've never done. I think that may be one of my favorites. Short and simple, everyone type it out in the comments, put it on your mirror, whatever it takes, because that's important, especially if we are comfortable, especially if we are trying to stop being comfortable and chase the uncomfortableness, right? So I want to start off with um, asking you, how many of you are comfortable right now? How many of you are comfortable in your life, finances, business, your weight? You're comfortable with your health. You're comfortable with your family. You're comfortable in your relationships. I see lots of no's and I love that. I love that you guys are not comfortable. You say you're not comfortable with where you're at. But a lot of the times our actions speak way louder than words, right? What we're doing every day in our business routine, in our life routine, in our routines, what we're doing every day speaks otherwise sometimes, which is a big reason why a lot of us are having hurdles and a lot of us are on crutches and a lot of us are, you know, experiencing detours and roadblocks and stop signs during our journey because we, we, we get comfortable when times get tough, we resort to the more comfortable route versus enjoying the uncomfortable route because we know growth is on the end of that. Right. Um, you know, a lot of us, I mean, Hey, me too. I put the big things on the fancy vision boards. Okay. I have big goals. We set those big goals. We have those beautiful vision boards and we're like, oh yeah, I desire to have that. Like, I want that. I'm so after that. Hello, put me in that Range Rover. Hello, I need a dream home for my family. Hello, wake me up in Dubai, right? 
we have these huge goals, right? Dubai sounds really good. I love right. that for you. <laughs> Real good right now. But we have these huge goals, but then our actions aren't lining up with what will get us to our goals, right? When it comes down to what you should do, we don't do that. Instead, it's a should instead of a must. I listened to a friend do a podcast this morning, and this was what her whole thing was on shoulds versus musts. So I have to throw that in here too, because so often our shoulds need to be musts, but we keep them as shoulds. Why? Because it's the more uncomfortable route. We keep them as the shoulds because it's not on our top priority list. She gave the analogy of she always, it's a must for her to make sure her son eats a healthy diet because he's allergic to so many different foods. So that's a must, but she knows in her head, she should probably eat healthy too. Does she? Not all the time. She should drink water all day. She should work out. She should do these things to get her to her goals. Does she know? Because it's not set as a must. So if we want to get stop being comfortable. We have to shift some of the shoulds that we say every single day. Hello, guilty. I have so many shoulds. I should get up earlier every day. I'd get so much more done. I should do a live every single day. We know it's beneficial for our business. I should go meet people at the grocery store. I, I go there anyways. Why am I not talking to people? We have to change those shoulds into musts. They need to be must-haves. They have to happen they have to be a priority and that will help us not be, uh, stop being so comfortable. Ugh, totally. You like took half of what I wanted to say out of my mouth. So sometimes we sit here and we say, oh yeah, I'm uncomfortable because I'm setting big goals, right? Big goals can make you feel uncomfortable, whether it's a rent goal, a financial goal, you want to buy a new house, whatever it is right? We're like, God, I've set this goal and that's uncomfortable. But sometimes we get stuck in goal mode, thinking that that's growth when it's not. Growth comes from action. So just because you're, what do they say? If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, right? Just because your dreams scare you don't mean that you're actually taking those action steps to get to where you want to be, right? You're comfortable in like what Kendall was saying, the vision boards and the dreaming big. And this is the life that I know that I want. But when it comes down to actually putting in the work and putting in the action, you're not taking any steps forward. You trick yourself into thinking, oh, I'm a big thinker. I'm uncomfortable because I dream big. When in reality, you're just dreaming, right? Which is totally fine. And that's why we're here to check you, get you in gear, get you super uncomfortable and taking those next steps to hit your goals. So we always break it down. We always have a list you guys, for you guys. I think last time we did this, we were like, oh, we have nine things. I don't get all that. I was like, we ain't never doing that again. <laughs> three for the so, win. <laughs> tonight, we got three, right? We're going to keep this short, sweet, to the point. All right. So number one, we're going to stop being comfortable in our businesses. Stop being comfortable in your business. Number one. So I want y'all to sit here and think for a second how you felt when you first started your network marketing career, right? You first joined your company. You first got started. Were you hungry? Uh, yeah, most of us were, right? We didn't really know what we were doing. We were very coachable. We were excited. We were trying all the different things. We were trying to kind of like, it's almost like a maze, right? You have to kind of figure out which way you're going to go. And then sometimes you get blocked and you retract and then you try a different route. And it was uncomfortable, but it was exciting. 
So I want to ask you guys, do you still have that same hunger that you had when you joined? Right. Kendall and I talk a lot about motivation and how to create your own motivation, but I want to talk about hunger, right? Are you still asking yourself the same questions that you did when you started, right? Are you willing to take those steps into making yourself uncomfortable in your business, right? I want to talk about ranks for a second. How many of you guys are comfortable in your rank? And don't none of y'all say, oh no, I'm not comfortable because I see month after month, day after day, people sitting at the same ranks because they're not pushing themselves out of their comfort zones and forcing themselves to step out of the weeds, to step out of their house, to step out of that comfort zone and make that change that's going to get them to the next step, right? That's where we get back to sitting in focused on our goals, right? We're, we're so focused. We, we want to hit that next rank so badly. But to hit the next rank, you have to do more, right? You cannot hit the top of your company doing the exact same things that you did the day that you joined. Do you have to have that same hungry mindset? Yes, but your tasks and everything have to evolve, right? And I want you guys to know, it's okay to be proud of your rank, to be proud of where you are and still want more and to still want to promote. I'm very proud of what all I've accomplished in my business. I'm very proud of my rank, but y'all, I got some work to do, right? There's still room for growth. There's still room for me to perfect my business. And the same thing goes for all of you. So why do we sit here and say, oh yeah, I'm this, I'm this, this is my rank and not strive for more. We get so, and I, I yell at my team all the time. I'm like, you're so capable. Like, I just want to grab them by the shoulders and shake them. And I think a lot of times we sit here and wait for our uplines to tell us when it's time to push. We sit here and wait for our uplines to tell us what the next step is. We say, hey, I think you're ready, right? If your upline came to you and said, I think you're ready to push for this goal this month. You're like, oh yeah, they believed in me. So, so yeah, I'm going to do it. It's time that we start being comfortable with rooting for ourselves, for showing up for ourselves, for not sitting there and waiting on somebody else to come do it for us. I'm going to tell a little story on my girl, Jess. I'm going to call you out, Jess, if you're on here. Sorry, I love you. Last night, I texted her and I said, do you realize how close you are to this? Right? She was maintaining executive. I was like, girl, she goes, oh my gosh. No, I've, she's been sick. So that's fine. You know, she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize. Thank you. Thank you for pushing me. Thank you for believing in me. And I was like, girl, it is not my job. If I had not been here and you had not realized you would not have had that big paycheck increase. You would not have hit that goal. Why aren't we looking for these things for ourselves? Why are we allowing ourselves to sit here in this? Well, if it, if it doesn't happen, it's fine. No, get uncomfortable. If you want to do People that make a hundred grand a year, 500 grand a year. Do you think they're sitting there waiting for somebody to come along and say, Hey, I think you should work a little extra tonight. Or, Hey, here's a task for you today. No, no. I love, absolutely love the new systems that we have in place at our company. I think they're absolutely amazing. And I'm so excited for all of the things that are coming down the pipeline and for how they're encouraging people to work their business every day. But guess what y'all, you shouldn't need it. Thankful it's there. Shout out, Kelsey. I love you. It's incredible. But we shouldn't need it. We should be taking that initiative every single day. Why are we sitting here waiting for people to pick us up by the pants and say, okay, here's what you need to do today. Here's what you need to do today. Stop it. 
stop, use that as your fallback plan, but use yourself, use your intuition, use your creativity to get you where you want to be in your business. And I will hop off my soapbox. Go ahead, Kendall. I just want to add on top of that before I go on to my section of this, of getting comfortable in your business, because you know, what about like, why are we so quick to fire up other people? Why are we so quick to support other people and to hype them up and to tell them how close they are to their goals and to get them to push for their goals and push, push, push. Yet we sometimes feel like we can't push for it ourselves. Yet we feel like we don't deserve that growth or we don't deserve to be pushed for in that way. Why is it that we will give and give and give to other people? Hello, people pleaser over here. Why will we give and give and give for other people, but not give and give and give to ourselves? We deserve that too. That is something we'll get into when we're getting comfortable in life. But I just want to say like, we, we have to, if we're going to do it for someone else, we have to be able to do that for ourselves as well. Okay. What I want to talk about is social media growth. Okay. Listen, listen, friends, I am guilty of this one. I got real comfortable with the growth, the massive growth I experienced on social media. Within probably six months, I grew over 80,000 followers on Facebook and Instagram, 80,000 combined. I think now I'm at like 85 on Facebook and 30,000 on Instagram, but 85,000 followers in six months. That's massive growth, right? That's back when the algorithm was our bestie, right? And I was going live. What was I doing to get all those views? I was going live every single day at damn near the same time every single night, I was giving value. I was doing all of these things that got me all of these followers, all of these viewers. I was getting massive viewers on my Facebook live. And you know what I did? I got comfortable. It's like, Ooh, these people are here. I am winning. I got all these followers. Look at me. I'm winning. Hello. And what happened? My viewers went down and down and down. Why? Because I got comfortable and stopped doing what I did to get them. They don't give a rat's butt about half the stuff. They came for one thing and I stopped doing the one thing. So then they left, right? I got really comfortable with the growth I had. And it made me realize that if you're not going up, baby, you are going down. If you are not growing your network, if you are not growing your influence, if you are not growing your knowledge, if you are not growing the impact that you have on people, you will go down. You can only help someone so much. Let me say that again. You can only impact someone so much. So we have to find more people that need us that need our impact. That's why we constantly have to grow on social media. It's not to look cool and have this huge following. It is not to look awesome and have the highest views. It is to make an impact with as many people. My viewers went down, which meant I was reaching less people, which meant I was impacting less people. Did everything else go down? Heck yes. (laughs) Yes, it did. But the impact, the impact, and I got comfortable in growing. So that's when we have to figure out, we have to go, we have to move with the times. We have to change with the times. Some things are uncomfortable. Hello, reels and TikToks. Who put off getting onto reels and TikToks for the longest? I sure did. So a lot of people put it off, even after all of these people with all of these followers said, get on TikTok, get on reels, get on TikTok, get on reels. It will make your social media following grow. Yet we still were like, eh, nah, 
We got comfortable. We didn't do those things because it made us uncomfortable because we were comfortable with the following we had. Okay. A lot of you guys say you want to grow your following, but don't do the things that make you grow a following. So I want to challenge you to, if something makes you uncomfortable, it's because it's because it's going to make you grow, which makes me so excited. I want to give a quick analogy. Think of escalators, right? Escalators are, they, you get on an escalator and you go up to the next floor. You want to go down, you get on an escalator, you go down. There's no middle ground in the escalator unless it breaks, okay? Don't break an escalator to sit on the middle ground of the escalator, okay? It goes up or it goes down. And that goes along with saying, if you're not growing, you are, de uh, if you're not developing, you are de whatever. If you're not going up, you're going down. <laughs> Whatever. We ain't going to, we ain't even going to try, but if you're not going up, you're going down. And I got caught going down because I tried to stay in the middle because I tried to say I was comfortable and it resulted in me lowering my growth. Um, and one more thing with business before we move on to number two, y'all, this is why we did three because each one we're going into depth. Okay. One more thing with, are you comfortable in your business? Have you guys ever said, have you guys ever caught yourself saying or said this confidently even? I know I have. I'm guilty of this. Failure is just not in my vocabulary. Like, I don't fail. Failure is not in my vocabulary. Failure who we don't know her, right? And I read something about failure the other day, and it said, you know, it was talking about how if failure isn't in your vocabulary, if you've never failed, if you've never felt the the uneasy feeling of failure, if you've never just been pissed off that you failed, you've never worked hard enough for anything in your life. Woo, that hit me like a ton of bricks. So if you aren't failing, it literally means you're not working hard enough. You're not doing enough. You aren't trying enough new things. You are not putting in the work to even get to failure. That was so eye-opening. So now I challenge you to chase some failure in your business because failure gets you one step every time you fail, every single time. Trial and error is what my whole life is built on, honestly. Every time you fail, you are one step closer. You, you, you just walked up the staircase to success. One more, like one more staircase up to success, okay? So chase that failure. Ugh, okay. So as you were talking, of course I had to write something down and y'all, I think one, one of the things that I admire about me and you Kendall, if I can even say that is that we're not afraid to come on here and tell you guys where we screw up and how we've screwed up. And I remember a few months ago, right. I've been in this company for five years. I said to someone, it's so embarrassing. Y'all, this is so yucky. Don't judge me. I literally said, well, I don't have to work like I used to how I works changed, right? Y'all, my very first year here, I was number seven in sales for the entire company. Number seven out of everybody. Y'all look at the top 100 from this last year, your girl's name is not on it. I thought, well, I've got it. I've got a solid customer base. I meet my sales goals. You know, I don't have to work how I used to just to hit the numbers that I'm comfortable with, right? And I'm like sitting here, I was sitting here earlier and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> we're pre I'm literally preaching to the choir because I started getting comfortable in that leadership role. I got comfortable coaching my team. I got comfortable, you know, working with our corporate office. I got comfortable doing all these behind the scenes things that I stopped focusing on growing what made me grow. 
what made my business grow, right? Not my team, not everybody else. It's okay to be selfish when it comes to your business sometimes, right? And I'm giving you permission. If you're nervous to work your personal business, or you're putting somebody else's personal business in front of yours. You don't need to. It is okay to be selfish. We are truly the only, the only person that you can 1 million bajillion trillion percent count on is yourself. You aren't going to let yourself down, right? It's okay to be selfish. So anyways, number two, number two, stop being comfortable in your finances. Mm. Finances. I feel like whenever we talk about money, people either like roll their eyes and think me and Kendall are super greedy or all of the above. I don't know. It's fine. We're good. So I want you guys to think about your dream items, right? Your dream car, your dream house, your dream vacation, your dream life, whatever, right? All of your dream, dreamy things on that vision board that we were talking about earlier. Why don't you have them? A lot of times it's money, right? The reason that I don't have a yacht is because I cannot afford a yacht, <laughs> right? And same goes for, for cars, houses, where your kids go to school, where you're taking your family on vacation, right? We want it all. But sometimes, most of the time, it's money that holds us back. We focus so much on just paying the bills. Y'all be honest. How many of you just try to get by? Be honest with yourself. You don't have to yell it out to me. But be honest, how many of you guys just try to get by? Or let's say that your bills, right? You're working your business because your bills, that's your responsibility to cover is $500. And you hit that $500 mark, right? Your commission hits $500 and you're like, cool, made it for the month and you cruise, right? Why aren't we paying our bills and building a future, paying our bills and setting aside for our kids' college, paying our bills and doing this? right? Because it's uncomfortable to keep going. Sometimes we get so comfortable with like, I've done my job. I've paid this bill. I've held up my end of this responsibility. And then we stop. Where would your life be if you didn't stop? We have such an incredible business model. And I want to tell you guys a story. And I mean, my brother doesn't listen to my podcast. He like, I'm not worried about telling this little tale on him, but so I, I had a call with my brother today. And he's four years younger than me. And it's just at that phase in life where he's like graduated college and his first job, you know, for career move out of college has kind of halted. And he called me and was like, you know, Callie, I realized today that you make more money in a month sometimes than I make in a whole year. And my brother has always been, we were, could not be polar opposites. Like I am the most like motivated. Like I want to make it. I want to spend it. I want to live this like extravagant life. And my brother is so, he's just like, money doesn't buy happiness. Like very like hippie mindset, right? Like I'd rather be happy than rich. And I'm like, I I obviously get that, but he like takes it to the extreme, right? He's like, money is the root of all evil. And I think a lot of it comes from my parents. My parents were workaholics, right? My dad has been an entrepreneur since he was 20 years old worked himself into the ground when we were kids. And we didn't see my dad probably as much as we would have liked to. Right. And so to my brother that left him in this mindset of if I, if I work really hard, I don't, I'm not going to be happy with my family or my family is not going to be happy for me. And I, I think that in this business, in network marketing, we're in such a cool 
Like it really is totally a niche where we can have all the money and have all the time. We can have all the money and have all the freedom, right? Think about that. Y'all were literally sitting on the best of both world gold mine, right? So as my brother and I are having this conversation and I'm like, his name is also Kendall. <laughs> I'm like, Kendall, just because I made this doesn't mean that I'm staying up until six o'clock in the morning. Doesn't mean that I'm missing family dinners. Doesn't mean that I'm not coming home because I'm stuck at work, right? We have this amazing opportunity to let our finances truly fuel this dream life because we have the time to live it. So important. That's so my, like, it's honestly eye-opening to realize that so many people where they grew up from or how they grew up or the city that they're from or the people that were around them as they grew up or the community, you know, like that plays such a huge role on the thoughts you have around money specifically. Um, a lot of things, obviously, but since we're talking about money, like I know for me for so long, and I just started catching myself probably six months ago doing this. Um, I always say little old me, Kendall Watts from little old Benton city, little old me did this. You can too. Why are we belittling ourselves literally out loud and in our head? Why isn't it okay for Kendall Watts to say Kendall Watts is a big shot from a small town, not little old me from little old Benton city. There's nothing little about me, literally nothing little about me. Okay. <laughs> And that, you know, for so long, I always, and we, I don't even think we realize when we say that, what we're saying to ourselves, little old me, how did little old me do that? It's us trying to be relatable, but it's like, it's not, it's not lifting anybody up, including ourselves. Y'all I'm from a small, there is me. <laughs> okay. Kelsey little there. She can, she can align with that little old Kelsey little but not little, big old Kelsey little. Okay. It's a, it's different. It's fine. We're fine. But where you came from, how you grew up and where you grew up is not your set in stone destiny. If you want it to be awesome, but if you don't, you don't have to have that as an excuse holding you back, or you don't have to use words or um, situations to keep yourself comfortable to make it like, oh, this is why I'm not making the money that she makes. This is why I'm not able to drive what she drives. I could never be that girl with that car in my city. Like that just doesn't happen where I'm from. Like I'm from a town where that don't happen. Sis, so am I. And it happens because I made the decision. And then every day I put in the work to get there. Right. So don't let your, your past, your upbringing determine what you're going to do in your future and what you're doing right now for your future or what future you even want. Um, one thing I want to really, this is, this is awkward for me to say, you guys, money's an awkward conversation to have, but I was watching a reel because reels are so powerful. And she was talking about like how our mind plays tricks on us about money. And you guys, I want you to listen to this. When you have a negative idea or a negative thought or a negative just feeling about people that have a lot of money or how people with a lot of money look or act or dress like a negative energy around let's just say rich people you are 
subconsciously making sure that you will never make more money. How many of us had said, oh, that rich people, excuse my French. <laughs> How many of you had said, oh, I'm in the rich city right now. Like, oh, this is the ritzy nail salon. Oh, this is the bougie Scottsdale mall. Okay, I'm not going to that mall. How many of you guys have caught yourself saying that before? I'm not going to that grocery store. They are always way too bougie there. I sure have. I don't know about anybody else, but I've caught myself saying that so many times. When I stopped saying that, I started making more money. I mean, I worked harder too. But subconsciously, I allowed myself to want more money. I allowed myself to think that having money wasn't bad. I never, I no longer thought if you were rich, you were evil. If you were rich, you were money hungry. If you were rich, you were mean. If you were rich, you were bougie. If you were rich, I know some really bougie broke people. Okay, really bougie broke people. I see some of y'all raising your hands. Stop it, put your hand down. <laughs> Heather, I, Heather's like, I can't raise my hand, my neck hurts. <laughs> but seriously, you guys, that was eye-opening to me. Once you stop talking negatively about people that have things secretly you wish you'd have, you open up the door for yourself to accomplish those things, for yourself to accept those things. That's how the universe works. That's how all like you, you don't, you don't do law of attraction without accepting it internally. Right. So that's what I got to say on that. Well, listen, y'all me just calling myself out again. So I think I've said on here before, we live in one of the most like expensive zip codes in the um, country. And I catch myself saying all the time, like, but no, I'm just normal, right? Like I'm just normal. Like we wanted to add on to our house and for us to add a thousand square feet to our house, they wanted $1.2 million. Like, I'm not kidding you. Just, I was like, no, no, we already like own the house. Like we own the land. We just want to like add on. And they were like, yeah, 1.2 million. And I looked at the contractor and I said, like, but we're just normal people. Like I didn't make it big in tech and move here. Like literally like a couple of streets over, like Beyonce's attorney lives there. Like it's freaking wild y'all. And I sit here and I was like, but, but we're normal. We're normal. And my husband goes, there is not a damn thing normal about you, Callie. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. Am I there yet? Can I just throw a million dollars on a thousand square foot feet? No, but guess what? We are making something happen, right? I didn't just sit here and say, well, that's just out of my budget. I can't do this. I'm just normal. This isn't for me. No, your girl got up, worked a little bit harder. Are we adding a thousand square feet? No, but we're completely gutting, remodeling and adding on to our house, right? Because I deserve that. I've worked for that. I'm not just normal. You're not just normal either. We have all accomplished things. I'm going off on a tangent. We've all accomplished things in our accomplished things in our lives that would literally make other people's skin crawl right? Mm -hmm. We've overcome things. If I were to sit down and like write a book about my life, y'all's jaws would be on the floor. You'd be like, what? Literally. I look at my husband sometimes and he'll look at me. He's like, I don't know how you didn't end up like dead in a ditch. Like, I don't know how I'm standing a lot of days, but I freaking am because I'm not normal. And you've been through shit. Things have gotten hard for you and you made it through. And guess what? You're not normal either. Right? You're not mediocre. You don't settle for less. You fought to get where you are in this life. And there is not a damn person who can take that away from you. 
right? So you want to go get the million dollar house? Strap up your boots, sister friend. It's time to go, right? You want your bank account to look like this? Go. You want to send your kids to this college? Go. It does not matter. You can absolutely achieve. I fully believe you can achieve any financial goal that you set for yourself. And you are literally in like the money-making Mecca, right? The money-making Mecca. So anyways, number three, here we go. Stop being comfortable in your life, right? All right. We talk all the time, me and Kendall, about living your limitless life and life is limitless and finances are limitless and all of it's limitless. Do y'all believe me? Do y'all believe that you deserve to live this limitless life? In order to get there, you have to be uncomfortable, right? How many of you guys sit in this same friend group because they're comfortable? Y'all, I love my best friends from elementary school and they're great, but they're like that home feeling for me, right? Like they, they serve their purpose as the trash can goes down the street. This is trash time. Y'all can hear it banging in the background. Um, but they're, they're, they're comfort for me. That friend group is not growth for me. I have friends in my life and I place people in my life that push me to do more. Kendall's one of them. We're that for each other, right? Think about your relationships. Y'all, nothing breaks my heart more in this industry than seeing husbands not support their wives, right? Or vice versa, right? If you have somebody that's constantly in your ear telling you, well, this is stupid. You're not going to achieve this. Regardless, not even business, life, anything. You're not smart enough. You're not strong enough. You're not this. If people are constantly putting you down in your life and knocking you down, all of those notches on the ladder, right? Like we've built ourselves up to hit this goal or to hit this space. And somebody keeps coming back and knocking us down. I mean, how many one step forwards, two steps backs can you take before you completely crumble? You have to cut people out of your life that don't support your, your dreams. You have to, or maybe not cut them out, but it's okay. Me and my best friend growing up, I love her dearly. If she needed a kidney tomorrow, I would hop on a plane and yank mine out, right? I do not go to her when I need to level up. I do not go to those sorts of people when I need to feel inspired, right? Because that just doesn't do it for me, right? So I've selected where I'm gonna let these groups of people in my life, right? So if it's just sitting on the couch on a Friday night, drinking wine and shooting the shit with your friends, cool. Who cares if they motivate you? If it's Monday through Friday, you're trying to, you're in hustle mode and you need, advice, or you need somebody to hold you accountable. I don't go to that friend to hold me accountable, right? Do the people that you're surrounding yourself with hurt your happiness or do they hurt your progress? Are they what's holding you back? First off, no, it's not them. You're allowing that to happen. Mm. You're allowing them. You are giving somebody else control, right? If you don't make, we wrote this down. If you don't make the decision, if you don't make the choice to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, you release control on how everything play, plays out, right? So if you don't hold tight and say, you know what? No, this is the right decision for me. This is this, this is how it's going to go. You're literally giving somebody else control. If you don't set those boundaries in your life, you're giving your friend control 
of how your business runs. What? Stop giving people control of your life. You deserve that control. Is it like, can you just like snap your fingers and be like, my life has changed. I have all control back. No, it's a slow drip. And it's something that you have to work towards, right? But a lot of times we don't go for more. We don't have these tough conversations. We don't get uncomfortable in our life because we're afraid of being judged. Yeah. I had a conversation. My best friend that listened to our podcast. She don't even buy makeup, whatever. (laughs) I had a conversation with her one time and I said, listen, you're made for so much more. You can do so much. You can literally like, let me help you. And she goes, Kelly, to some, to some people it's worth life's worth more than money. Kind of like what my brother said to me, to some people, like, I don't need all that. I don't want the things that you want, which is totally fine. She don't want that. That's great. But by me surrounding myself and having, trying to have, you know, life altering conversation with somebody who thinks that growth is stupid or that trying to do better for yourself is stupid is only holding me back. So we don't have those conversations anymore. Right. She was judging me. I got out. Right. So we just talk, we just drink wine and talk about her boy problems and that's it. That's our friendship. And that's where we've gotten to. I think that's so important to say too, because a lot of the times I've listened to a lot of trainings or podcasts and it's like, get rid of them, get rid of those friends. No, we're not telling you to cut them out of your life completely. We're just telling you to have boundaries and set them in their, their role, have them play their role. Right. Um, that's so important because no one, no one, you don't need to kick a friend out of your life just because they're not your, they can't motivate you in business. Maybe you're farther along than them, or, you know, you grew apart in that category, but yet you connect perfectly in another category. So I love that. Um, cause that's different than most things I hear. So I want to talk about self-worth and self-growth because so many times we get comfortable thinking that, okay, we grew, we're better than we were yesterday. We're good. Right. Like we, we, we ain't where we used to be. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Right. But we're not to where we want to be yet. Yet we're comfortable. We ain't as bad as we once were. We ain't doing the things we used to do, talking to the people we used to talk to. We've changed, right? We've developed, we've grown. We're doing better for ourselves. We're putting ourselves first half the time instead of never, right? So we're like, hell yeah, I've grown. I'm growing. I'm glowing. Yay me. And then you're like, okay, I'm cool right here. We never want to, we so often we're like, I'm just, I'm good right here. I'm happy. So let's stay where I'm at. Cause you think if you go too far, like the, the, um, uh, what am I trying to say? It's, if it's too good, it's too good to be true. That's what I'm trying to say. You ever thought that like, Oh, I just, I don't want to push this. I don't even want to, I don't want, I don't want to push myself to the limits, even though it's limitless. I don't want to push myself to the limits that I've created for myself because what if it's too good for, to be true? What if I get too happy and then it all comes crashing down? What if I make so much money and then it all gets taken away from me? What if I build the best friendships with people in this company and then the company goes down or, and then they leave to another company or blah, 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 blah. So we never give it our all. We're always half-assing something because we're scared of the, we have the fear of the, it's too good to be true. I've been there, done that with a lot of things and you never get anywhere with that. Right. Um, I want to ask you, are you the very best version that you could be right now? Are you the very best version of yourself? 
I'm away. I'm away. I'm away. I'm away. Uh, uh, I'm away for some responses. Couple more. Couple more. Uh, I. I am so glad so many of you said no. I'm so glad. Because that means you are ready to be better. You want to feel better. But is feeling and being and loving and having and doing better, doing more, is it going to be a priority of yours? It does it mean so much to you that you're willing to put it on those top priority lists where your kids are, where your husband is, where your wife is, where your house payment is, you know, like those priorities that are musts for you is your self-worth is your confidence is having a top notch confidence level on that priority list is digging into a personal development book every single day on that priority list? Will you grab for a personal development book before you dive into a Netflix series? I don't even have Netflix because that's dangerous and I don't have self-control, okay? (laughs) Will you choose yourself before you choose something that doesn't benefit you? You know that, I don't know if you guys know this song, but there's a song out there that's like, I'm only doing things that are going to make me elevate. That's my new motto. I'm only doing things that are going to make me elevate in life. I'm only focusing on things that make me feel better about myself, that make me love myself more, that make me put my prior myself as a priority instead of everything else. Right? So many people need things as a need things of us and we can't operate at full capacity. Like I said earlier, we can't do anything beneficial if we're not doing it full all in. If we aren't at full capacity, we can't do anything either for other people. Um, and so you should always want to be better. You should always want to focus on personal development. You should always want to research more. Okay. Like if you feel like, you know, it all, like I know everything, how to get sales. I know everything, how to recruit someone. I don't need to get on that zoom training, which right now I'm clearly talking to the people that aren't on the zoom training because y'all know you need the zoom trainings, right? But for those people, if you're stuck in, I know that already, research is so important. Knowledge, you know that saying, knowledge is key? Knowledge is not key. Knowledge is, it literally does nothing for you. Knowledge does nothing for you unless you take the knowledge that you learn and you implement it. Implementing knowledge is key. That is power. That will get shit done. And a lot of you guys want to get shit done, right? Right. So right. that's how you stop getting comfortable in life. <laughs> I wonder, has anybody um, taken like a shit count? Like we just dropped that word so much today. I'm so sorry. But no, y'all. So how many of you guys are from the South? We're going to wrap this up. How many of you guys are from the South? I am, right? I've already seen it all over my social media, everything. It's like, it's football season. God, family football, three most important things, blah, 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 blah. God, family football. Why is it not God, family, me? Right? Why are we so obsessed with a freaking football team? Why are you not so obsessed with yourself and your business? We idolize people. Everybody's like, if I could just be Beyonce, honey, start treating yourself like you're Beyonce. Right? We get so obsessed with celebrities or influencers or literally anybody. What if you gave yourself that type of, that type of attention? Mm. What if instead of 
fangirling over somebody else, you fangirled over yourself. Ooh. Because that's uncomfortable, right? That's self-centered. That's conceited. No, baby girl, that is self-love. Mm. If you do not love yourself, we got to start there. We're starting at the end. We have to start there. None of this is going to fall in place if you don't think that you deserve a thriving business, thriving finances, and a thriving life. So if you get nothing else from this Zoom call, podcast, wherever you're listening, hear me when I tell you this. You deserve, without a shadow of doubt, I don't even know all of you, you deserve to live a life of abundance. You deserve to live the life of your dreams and you deserve to live the life that makes you happy. You deserve to be happy. Stop letting things in your life that are hindering that happiness, right? You deserve a thriving business. You deserve finances that are gonna take you and support your family and give you all of your dreams. And you deserve a life. Y'all, we get one YOLO, legit. We get one life. I want to be on my deathbed and be so freaking proud. So proud. I want to look back. My deathbed could come tomorrow. It could come tomorrow. And I want to be able to look back on today and be like, damn cow, you make me proud. Right? So stop working for when you're 85. Stop trying to make yourself proud when you're old. Right? Because you could literally die tomorrow. Make yourself proud now. Make yourself a priority now. Really quickly, what's so important about what you said about feeling like you deserve it. Did you guys know, because I saw a comment that said, you know, we have to see ourselves in the lens we idolize others through happiness is in your control. That's my favorite, this, this idea of celebrities and people we admire and being an inspiration or an influence to people, having an impact on other people. Um, you know, it's so powerful because when you see something negative in somebody, like say, like anything you look at someone and you see the negatives about them, whether it be physical, uh, emotional, whatever mental it's sincerely an in insecurity of yours. So if they have an insecurity, they automatically see it in you trying to pick it apart to make them feel better about themselves. And it goes the same when you see the goodness in other people, when you see the beauty of someone else, when you see the, the confidence in someone else, when you see, when you admire something about anybody, it's because you have that inside of you. You just don't believe it yet. You don't see it full force yet, but you can, not see somebody else's beauty if you don't withhold that beauty. That's powerful. So think about every person you admire. You are a, not a replica. No one's a replica, but you hold those qualities. Everything you admire about someone, you hold those qualities. If that doesn't make you feel like a badass, I don't know what will, because I admire some pretty cool people, right? Like I admire some really amazing people to know that because I admire them means I'm amazing. I'm here for that. I mean, done. <laughs> I drop. Okay. <laughs> we're done, <laughs> but that's really all we had for you guys. We, uh, we're so excited to do this topic because not only are Callie and I done being comfortable in many areas of our business, but we want to we want to be on the journey with you guys, right? We have to stop being comfortable um, and, and, and chase that uncomfortability, right? 
enjoy being uncomfortable. I don't know anybody that works out and is not sore. Okay. You are sore after every workout, even when you're in shape, it's just a different type of sore, right? So even when you're new in your business, whether you've been here a month or five years, like I have, and Callie has, no matter how long you've been here, you still get sore. You still get uncomfortable when you put in the work. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much for Kingston says it's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tonight. You can catch the replay on podcast. If you uh, tag us on Instagram, feel free to share us in your story. Our Instagram is it's all limitless. And this will be uploaded onto the podcast tomorrow for anybody. Tomorrow morning. morning. And if you're you're watching live, let your teams know. I've had a lot of questions actually about like, I need the replay link. I need the replay link. There is no replay link. It's all podcast. So that's all. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs)